Guga, 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 Guga. Hey, hey, who? Hey, hey. My name is Daniel Simo, and this is 14 Days, a project where I tell an audio story every day from inside Hotel Quarantine in Sydney, Australia. Today is day 14. Can't believe it. It's actually my last day in here. I wasn't sure what to do with today's story. I thought about putting together a package of outtakes and behind-the-scenes sounds, like what you heard at the beginning. I also had an idea to share a list of things I've learned after spending two weeks alone in a room. But instead, I thought I'd go back to some of the people I've talked to in the last fortnight. Whenever I had a chat with someone, towards the end of the conversation, I'd ask them a general question. I wanted to know how they felt about the future and about Australia. And here is what they had to say. How do you feel about Australia and about the future of Australia? I think Australia's definitely done enough damage. It's going to take a lot of businesses a long time to recover. It's going to take a lot of international companies a lot of long time to to have any faith in Australia, not to just lock down again. I think we're we're going to struggle on the international market quite a bit. Yeah, if I could, I'd I'd sell everything up and and move the family somewhere else. To be honest. I think the the you know one of the things that made me sort of cringe was when I saw the army going into Sydney to control the citizens like that's North Korea stuff. Like I mean the US only did it in a few states when they had those massive riots on where there was violence and burning and all that sort of stuff. The the, the national guard was only used in, in a couple of areas in the United States and yet we're using it to keep people in their homes like that's. Once a, once a government starts using the military against their own citizens, I just think you know, we, we're really starting, to, um, really starting to go down a slippery slope. You've really got to question what, what's going on. Well, it doesn't make me feel safe. No. I still feel optimistic. The times are different. The, the, like, the peop- like the young people and... Not only my generation, but also your generation and the people after you, and so they will have they they now have different kind of problems and worries, and uh, they know much more, but they are also better prepared for everything that may come. But it very much depends where they live nowadays, like in which country they live. It depends, like what kind of opportunities they have, what kind of life they have. But I generally think that they are a little bit less optimistic, more skeptical, but also because they know more. In every sense, I feel sad for Australia. Actually, um, I feel sad that this is a really quite questionable government that is in at the present point in time. The lack of inaction on climate change is is appalling 
um, the consideration for fellow Australians is also appalling. And what seems to be rather policies that assist the wealthy. And I think I feel sad for Australia because those that aren't wealthy, you know, are really being left behind. And there seems to be no consideration for a lot of people that are struggling now with housing affordability. And nothing is really being done about that. <laughs> um, it it just seems to be that the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer under this current government. But and but I think really the main thing for me is their complete inaction of climate on climate change. You know, it's good to see Australia just left so far behind. And yet Australia is a continent that is so susceptible to horrendous weather patterns. You know, they're only going to get worse. I just feel sad for Australia. I think we're, I think it's just going in the wrong direction. And even, you know, even after vaccinations, do you think, are you optimistic about what the future looks like? Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah, it's to Melbourne. I think it's Terminal 2. Two. 